And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. Now, most people begin their day in the neutral. See, they get up and they will simply react to anything that confronts them. Does this sound like you? You wake up, maybe you turn on your TV or turn on the radio or you listen to the news. Maybe you do that on your way to work. Maybe you're in your car on your way and your mood starts out in neutral, but then the bad news from the radio gets you into a negative state. So you react to those things around you. Well, maybe you're driving and some guy cuts you off in traffic and now you're in a really bad mood and your mindset is controlling you. Well, We're starting out a new year, and it's time for you to start controlling your mindset. It's time for you to decide what you will think of, what you will concentrate on, and be in charge of your life. Take your life into your own hands or actually into your own mind, your own mindset. On today's podcast, we're going to talk to a good friend of mine, Allison, who knows a lot about how a new mindset can be the change that you need for the new year. So hello, Allison, and welcome to today's podcast. Hi there, Tony. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you tonight. Uh, How has everything been going in your life? It's good. It's busy. It's hectic. But um, I'm taking the time to reconnect to me and reset my own mindset to make sure that I can get everything done that I need to. And that's something I've learned increasingly more and more is just so important to work on what's going on in your own mind um something that I was just talking about earlier with some people is um an affirmation card from a deck I have called the universe has your back and it says my outer experiences are a reflection of my internal condition wow and I just love that card so much Because it literally says, my outer experiences are a reflection of my internal condition. And it is literally saying that the way you perceive what is going on around you is because of what is going on inside you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's exactly what I was saying at the beginning of the the podcast today. You're driving along, somebody cuts you off in traffic. How you react to that is going to set your mindset for the day. Are you going to be angry about that? Are you going to come in in an angry state or are you just going to say, okay, you know, maybe you'll think to yourself, well, he's a really bad driver, but that's not going to affect me. I'm not going to let that take control of my life. Exactly. You have a choice in every single moment. It's what I always, always say that in every single situation that happens, there are two things you have complete control over. One is your thoughts about it. And the second is how you react and how you deal with the situation. And it can take practice. You do have little little gremlins in your mind that will determine how you react to things, but you can reprogram that 
with some good mindset work. Well, give us an example of uh, some good mindset work that you can do to reprogram that so you can take control of those thoughts and actions that come across your, your brain. So one of the biggest things is meditation, meditation and mindfulness. And for a long time, I didn't do meditation because I was really scared of getting it wrong. <laughs> okay. I thought you had to, you know, sit on a mountaintop somewhere with your legs crossed being all Zen. I didn't understand how you were supposed to do it. And then I realized it was literally practicing the art of being still and silent, being present in the moment. It's not about not thinking. It's more about allowing the thoughts to come through and acknowledging them, but not ruminating on them, just allowing them to be. We have, oh, in, our, in our lives today, we have so much going through our head. And it's like you've got 30 internet tabs open and where the hell's the music coming from? You just can't find it. And it's really getting on your nerves now. Meditation is that reset button for your mind. It helps you just shut down all those tabs get rid of that really sodding, annoying music and just be and be calm. And I tell you what, I always, always have pen and paper next to me when I meditate because I can guarantee that I will come out of that meditation and I will have had some amazing idea because I've literally given myself space to think. So meditation, and if you start your day with meditation, it's one of the most powerful things you can do for your energy ever. Yeah. Starting your day the right way makes oh, so much of a difference. The one thing I would say, the biggest tip I would say, and I had someone not very impressed with me telling them this the other day, and it does take a lot of practice, but the second you wake up, smile. Literally, okay. the second smile. you wake up, smile. And no matter what is going on, no matter how tired you feel, no matter how much you're dreading going into work, you smile and all of a sudden you feel light and cheerful and like you can do this. And then go on and do your meditation. Okay. So I was just going to say that sounds interesting because you would think that after you wake up, you've just slept all night long and you smile. But then you go from sleeping to meditating. And a lot of people think, well, isn't meditating like resting and you just rested? So why would you get up out of sleep and then go and meditate? Wouldn't you want to do some physical activity to kind of wake you up? Okay, so I'm not a person that goes from um, waking to action very quickly. I'm not a morning person. And quite I'm frankly, with you. I hear these people in the five o'clock club where they're getting up at five in the morning and starting their day and they're getting all this stuff done. And I'm like, uh, no, five o'clock, I roll over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's one five o'clock in the day for me and that's 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I'm totally with you. So that makes sense. So you don't want to get up and immediately start taking an action and going into like exercise. Although I, I tend to do that. I get up and I usually drink my water in the morning. I have 16 ounces or what's that? Uh, half liter. I think you guys are in the metric system. We're still doing ounces and quarts and all that. And you're doing liters and half liters, but I think 16 ounces is, a, is like a half liter. So that's about what I drink. I have it right next to my bed and I drink that in the morning. And then I'll usually read my affirmations uh, or my goal. <clears throat> then I start 
by doing my morning exercise. So you're saying that if I could stick meditation in there before anything else? I'll tell you a reason why you should do meditation before anything else, especially before doing your affirmations. Okay, so a little bit of science here for you. So we operate largely in a alpha brainwave state. I think it is you have alpha, beta, gamma, and theta, theta brainwave states. When we meditate, we put ourselves into a theta brainwave state. And that is a brainwave state where you are speaking almost directly to your subconscious. So if you meditate and then you say your affirmation straight after, your affirmations are going to be so, so, so much more powerful for rewiring your subconscious. Okay. And positive affirmations, for those who don't know, they're basically positive statements that you are telling yourself. Because the brain, the subconscious believes what it hears. And how many times a day do you do something and you say to yourself, oh my God, what an idiot. Oh, you're so stupid. Oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Like, and that's total negative self-talk. And by practicing doing positive affirmations, we can turn that negative, negative self-talk into positive self-talk. And when we then do affirmations or say positive affirmations just after meditating, we are amplifying the power of them so, so much because we have put ourselves into a brainwave state where we are talking straight to our subconscious and we are basically rewiring our mind right at the source. Yes. And the subconscious is where all our greatest ideas come from as well. You know, you mentioned about having a pad and paper next to you when you're when you meditate. And I thought about sometimes when you sleep, you wake up in the middle of the night and you have this great idea. And if you don't write it down, you'll get up in the morning and you'll say, oh, I thought about something last night, the solution to that problem. And now I don't remember what it was. Oh my God, totally. That happens to me all the time. Um, and I know you shouldn't use your phone in the middle of the night, but it's normally next to me. You know, the whole blue light thing wakes you up, um, but it's normally next to me. So I have hundreds of notes in my phone, quite frankly, because I will wake up with those ideas. So then I just pop them in my notes. <laughs> pop them in your notes on your phone. You can even do an audio recording if you have to. So you just mm -hmm. speak it. That way you don't forget. The best example of that is one of my, I'm, I'm a bass player and musician, songwriter, and one of my favorite bass players of all time. And one of my great inspirations is Paul McCartney, who is, oh. yes, he is actually just turning, let's see, he just turned 78 this past year. I can't believe, you know, he wrote a song called When I'm 64. And now when he sings When I'm 64, he's reminiscing of his youth. But, oh my God, that's brilliant. But here's the thing. He wrote the song yesterday in the middle of the night. He woke up and he had this melody in his brain and he wrote down scrambled eggs, how I love to eat my scrambled eggs, which is the melody to yesterday, because that was the only thing that he could think of in his mind. But because he wrote it down in the middle of the night, he remembered it. And of course, the rest for him was history because it went on to be one of the biggest selling songs of all time. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. Yes, I mean, when we when we sleep, we go through the different brainwave states. Yeah, so then we have those realizations. That's an incredible story. I didn't know that. Well, see, there you go. And you're even closer to Liverpool than I am. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I tell you what, I'm, I'm really not that far away, but I've never been there. Oh, you should go just to walk across the crosswalk on Abbey Road. 
I've never been I there haven't. myself, but I have an excuse. I have an ocean to cross before <laughs> I get there. But... Yeah, I literally have no excuse. It is. It's one of the places for me to go. It really mm-hmm. is. And then yes. uh, take a little, a little boat trip, a little ferry across the Mersey. There you go. And that was a song by Jerry and the Pacemakers. I could get my old DJ voice back. <laughs> so, yes. But back to what we were saying about, about meditating. So how long of a meditation should someone do in the morning? What would be the right amount of time that you really need? Is it like a five minute thing or do you have to actually be there for 30 minutes? Is there a set time that's good? No, quite frankly. So I cannot meditate for longer than about 10 to 15 minutes. That's my limit. I fidget too much. So I... (laughs) I do too. Yeah, I can't sit still for that long. Um, I have an amazing app on my phone called Insight Timer where you can get a lot of guided meditations or you can just go on YouTube. So in the morning, I mean, you mentioned about the whole, you know, you've just woken up and then you're going to sit there with your eyes closed. Well, a lot of meditations you can do can energize you for the day ahead. So you can pick a meditation for positive energy, for being motivated, for what you want for the day coming mm-hmm. um if you have you know if you're not enjoying work you're not enjoying what you've got coming up or anything like that you can do a stress management and anxiety management meditation to literally help you set your mind in the right way because people say a lot oh well it's just in your head okay right, right. i've heard that many times yeah Your mind is so freaking powerful. It can literally change your reality by changing your perception. You change how you feel about something. You change how you view it. You change your belief on it. You will literally change what is going on around you. Your mindset is the most powerful tool you have to create the life you want on your terms. And in case you can't tell, I'm really, really passionate about sharing that message to people because I used to be the most negative person in the world. I used to be a totally like glass half empty person, you know, two bad things didn't happen. And I'd go, okay, so where's the third then? Because things always happen in threes. Oh my God, a fourth bad things happened. So that means another two bad things are coming to me because, you know, I've, I've got to have six bad things happen for it to be in the threes. Oh, I just, I mean, I look back on my Facebook memories now and I cringe and I I debate (laughs) deleting them. And then I think, no, you know what? I'm going to leave them there so I can chuckle at myself in a year's time again and see just how far I have come. Because I have done so much work to reset my mindset, as I say, my little catchphrase, that it amazes me just how much of a difference it has made to my life working on my mindset like working on your mindset it's not something tangible that you can see it's not something that you can really measure the results on but what you can measure is your quality of life your happiness the fun and joy you are having the effect you are having on the people around you that's something you can really measure and i can wholeheartedly say that i have changed my life by changing my mindset completely. 
completely. Yeah. And I like how you were saying that you were such a negative Nelly <laughs> and <laughs> how, you, how you turned that around. But and then when you started talking about things come in threes, so then when the fourth thing would happen, there would be two more. And I just yeah, I, there's people out there, I'm sure, listening that are going, oh, yeah, I do the same thing. But you know yeah. what? By by believing this old wives tale told by somebody's old wife, I guess, <laughs> that mm -hmm. things come in threes, you are automatically making that come to pass in your life because you're you're going to start to look for those things and those things are going to happen, you know, regardless of what's really going to happen. You control that. It's all your mindset. So if you see one bad thing happen and you say, well, you know what, this is the last bad thing I'm going to accept for this month then you're changing your mindset and you're starting to look for the good things. Totally, totally. And you know what? People might go, oh, well, that's ridiculous. Like this stuff would happen anyway. Well, no, actually, there is science behind this. And I'm very spiritual in a lot of ways. But me and my friend joke that I'm the spiritual scientist because I am a registered biomedical scientist. I work in a hospital lab over here in the UK. And I'm intensely logical but also very spiritual. And I don't think there's a lot of people out there like me. And I put the spirituality and the science together in a lot of ways. Well, I've always so, said you're you're one of a kind, Alison. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm taking that as a compliment. <laughs> there you go. And I would too, so. So when it comes to the law of attraction, which you may or may not have heard of, the law of attraction basically states that we attract what we think about. But it's not that simple because we also have to be on a vibrational frequency to what we are thinking about. And when we are on a really negative vibrational frequency, we will attract really negative things. Think of it like radio waves. You tune in to a certain radio station. You can't see the radio waves, but you can hear the radio station. Think of it like that. If you are sitting there in an energy of fear, lack, worry, doubt, anger, resentment, that's exactly what you're going to be attracting. That's everything you're looking for in your life. And when you're saying, oh, well, two bad things have happened, so I've got a third coming. Well, that's exactly what you're telling the universe you want. That's exactly the emotional vibrational frequency you are on that you are looking to attract. Whereas yes. if you change your mindset and you say, well, I'm not available for that energy. That's not the energy I want. And if bad things happen, actually there's a lesson there for me to learn. There's something there that I need to learn and the bad things are gonna keep happening until I learn the lesson. So let's just learn the lesson. Let's look for the positives in this. Let's look for the gratitude. And when you look for gratitude, Gratitude is such a positive emotional vibrational frequency that it raises your emotional vibration and you will suddenly find that you're attracting really positive things into your life. And you're going, my God, how did this happen? Because you were making that mindset shift to look for gratitude, to yeah. look for lessons, to look for the positives. You made that mindset shift to literally decide you are not available for the negative energy anymore. So the negative energy couldn't find you. Yeah, that's exactly right. One of my favorite other Tonys, I refer to him as the other Tony. He's the one that's a lot taller than I am. He's like uh, six, uh, six foot five and I'm like five foot five, but 
Wow. That's the way it is. Yes. The other Tony, Tony Robbins. So what he says is he talks about things happen for you, not to you. So when you said when something happens, what's the lesson here? And if we have that attitude that something is happening for us and not to us, this bad thing is happening to teach us something, then that's a way to change your mindset and to spin it in a positive direction. Totally. I had a couple of events happen to me back in February 2020 that really, really tested but changed my mindset. The first was my beloved cat, who I'd had for nearly 15 years. I had to have her put to sleep and she was my soulmate and she had helped me through coming out of a mentally abusive relationship, through bullying by lodgers. Oh, so, so many situations. And I would always say it's me and the cat against the world. And when I had to have her put to sleep, I was devastated. But what really got me through that time was I looked to the gratitude I looked at everything she had brought to my life. I looked at how she had helped me through so many tough situations. I looked back at all my pictures and I smiled at the memories. And I was so, so grateful that I had her in my life. Rather than sitting there and thinking about the loss, I sat in gratitude as to everything she'd given me. And that was a real powerful mindset shift, especially when a week later, We lost my mum's best friend, who was also my godmother. And she was, it it was almost exactly a week later. And she was like an auntie to me. You know, her and her husband are, well, she was, he is, the two of the loveliest people you could ever, ever hope to meet. So gentle and sweet. And again, I turned to gratitude for everything that she had brought into my life for everything she had given me for the friendship and companionship that she had given to my mom and that was probably the most pivotal month of my life and I literally just had to lean on the positives because I couldn't face going into a downward spiral that's perfect I mean you focused on the gratitude where you could have gone down that spiral and you could have gone down that negative path. And I identify with that because I, I'm a cat person as well. I have actually dogs too, but <laughs> I haven't had a dog in a while, but I have three cats here. So anything ever happens to those cats, I mean, you know, here I am, this positive macho type man, but if anything happens to my cats, I cry like a little baby because that's just terrible. You know, I, I, I love those, those cats like they're my own kids. So I get that, but that attitude that you took and saying, I'm not going to be sad about the loss. I'm going to be grateful for the fact that this beautiful person uh, being was in my life for the time that, you know, that I had. And then when this other situation happened with a family member, of course, and I I believe Kat's a family member too, but so the second one happened, you could have been sitting there thinking, like we said in the beginning, where's the third thing now? This is terrible. My life is, is going down the tubes, but instead you took the high road. And I'm curious, did a third thing happen after that? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I would not have expected it because of your gratitude. That's a beautiful story. And I, I, I just, I have so much admiration for you to be able to go through that 
that way and making those choices in your life. That's just, it's, it is, it's totally beautiful. Thank you. Um, and I'll tell you another, another little manifestation story. Okay. So if you've ever heard of law of attraction checks, so basically you can print off a check from the internet that's from the bank of the universe. <laughs> so it's a manifestation tool because the thing is when we want things, how it comes to us is not necessarily up to us. The how and the when we can't completely control. It will come to us in divine timing when it is meant to. Okay. But what we can do is we can ask the universe for what we want and put the energy out there and take the action towards it. So I, in, I think it was around June time, I printed off a check for a thousand pounds. Well, I printed off a check and I wrote it out for a thousand pounds to myself. And then I got, and this is, this is also a story about your energy and your mindset, because I have no doubt if I didn't keep a positive mindset with it, that something would have gone wrong. Okay. So I printed out a check for, and I wrote it out for a thousand pounds and I stuck it on my fridge. I gave gratitude for that thousand pounds coming to me. I didn't know how it was going to come to me, but I just knew that was going to happen. And then I got an email through from my credit card company telling me I had a thousand pound increase on my credit limit. And I was like, oh, ha ha universe. Very funny. Very funny. Yes. I, I said a thousand pounds. I didn't say a thousand pound cash. So thank you for the lesson. Ha ha. I will be more specific next time. Thank you for the thousand pounds cash that is now on my way, on its way to me even. But I took that as a message that the thousand pounds was on its way. It was just taking a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. A couple of weeks later, I had a letter through from my godmother's estate with an inheritance of a thousand pounds. I had no clue I was going to get anything. I didn't even think I was on her radar. Like she was my mum's best friend. She wasn't technically family, although we saw her like that. Yes. Um, I, I was her goddaughter, but that, you know, that's one of those, well, it can be a flippant phrase if you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a thousand pounds free from her estate. And I have no doubt that if I had not given gratitude for being on the right track, for the lesson, for not being so specific, I'm sure the check would have gone awry. Something would have happened to it. It wouldn't have come to me. But yeah, I I put that check on my fridge and I'm That's amazing. That's just amazing. Wow. I'm floored by that. I mean, not that I don't believe these things happen because I truly do. In fact, I teach a lot of my clients. One of the books that I always recommend is the Napoleon Hill book, Think and Grow Rich. And anyone who's going to get into business, that's the book that I tell them to read because it talks a lot about belief how you must believe in something, how you must have the desire for something. And belief, desire, and gratitude are, it's kind of like the the holy trio. You have to believe it's going to happen. You have to truly desire it. You have to know what you want. And you have to be grateful for it. You have to be thankful that it's already in your hands. You've already reached this goal. So when you have a goal, thank you for helping me reach this goal. And if you pray, you know, if you, however you show gratitude, just do it Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely I always say gratitude is at the center of everything there's another um exercise I don't know if you've done this as well or talk to your clients about it but writing out something on a piece of paper 
and a description of something that we really want. Like, let's say it's a car. So we write out exactly the kind of car we want, the year, make, model, color, whatever, write it all out, read it, believe it's going to happen, and then write thank you right over the top of that, fold it up, and put it away, just like you would put anything away that's already a done deal. I absolutely love that idea. That's an amazing idea. So there is one exercise that I do, which is to write a note to the universe, thanking the universe for the money that you are about to receive, money or abundance that you are about to receive, and putting it in your purse or wallet. So you tuck it in there and you basically forget about it. I teach very much about vision boards, about having that visual representation because you have to get really specific with what you want. You know, saying to the universe, well, I didn't get what I wanted, but you weren't specific, is like going into Subway, being handed a sandwich and then getting really pissy that they got your order wrong when you didn't actually tell them what you wanted to order. Like, you've got to put your order into the universe. You've got to get specific. You want a new car? Okay. Do you want a crappy little mini? I don't know. Minis aren't crappy, but that was the first car that came to mind. <laughs> or, you know, do you want a really specced up Mercedes? Like, what colour do you want? What specifications do you want it to have? Is it two-door or four-door? No, three-door or five-door even. You know, is it white? Is it black? Is it red? Is it pink? For goodness sake. Put in your order to the universe and get really, really specific about what you want. Because if you just say, oh, well, I want a new car, and then actually a clapped out banger turns up on your drive, you can't really be dissatisfied with that because you didn't tell the universe what you really wanted. And I think that's where people get it really, really wrong. Yes. They're too afraid to properly commit to their goals. And then they get really naffed off when it doesn't go to plan because they mm -hmm. haven't actually committed. They haven't got specific. They haven't told the universe what they wanted. And that's a mindset shift. They're that scared is. to fail. So they don't want to commit. Oh, that is huge. What you just said, that is huge. They're scared to fail. So they don't want to commit. And we have to, you have to make a commit. And as you ladies would say, some of us guys out here, we're afraid to commit. <laughs> But we're talking about we're talking about other things right now. Oh, sorry, you were taking a sip when I said that. Are you all right? Yeah, just choking on my drink. Don't worry about me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. I love that analogy. That really yes. made me laugh. You could write that down and use it sometime. I, I give you permission. <laughs> so before we before we close out today, I just I wanted to know what was it in your life where you really made the shift? What caused you to realize that this mindset is really what you need to change? Because you had mentioned before that you were more of a negative person. Was it some person in your, in your life, something you read, or just something that you just realized? Oh, okay. This is a powerful one. I hit rock bottom. I totally hit rock bottom. I had just come out of a very mentally abusive four and a half year relationship. I was overweight, my self-confidence was non-existent, I wasn't speaking to my parents, I had no friends left because my ex had alienated them all and I had a massive leak in part of my roof and I had moved back to my house, so thankfully I still owned my own house, I'd moved back to my house 
And I remember sitting there, oh, and my heating had broken down as well. And this was February when we had a load of storms. So literally everything went wrong that could go wrong. I was in a temporary minimum paid wage job. I was in 18 and a half thousand pounds UK pounds worth of debt that my ex had very helpfully got me into and I was totally sat in victim mentality like life had happened to me not for me and I remember sitting there in my living room miserable as sin with the cat around me and I that's when I said it's me and the cat against the world and my life is in my hands and I have a choice now I can carry on as I am I can stay down or I can go up and I can make my life the best life it can possibly be. But that is my choice right now. And that is in my hands. And that was a mindset shift and a memory that I clearly remember from March 2014. And I have strived every single day to be the best version of myself since then. I admit I haven't always gotten it right. I admit I've still made mistakes and I'm still completely and utterly human. So mistakes are going to happen. I'm never going to be perfect. But what really matters is that I have made that commitment to show up every day to do what I can to make the world a better and more positive place. And that's my mission. That is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that, Alison. That's just touching. And it also shows that, you know what, we're just people in this world. If we can do these things in our life, you know, we can teach others and we can take those experiences in our life and help others to make those shifts, make those changes. So with that, I know you and I, we could probably go round and round for, for about another <laughs> hour on this, but by then people will be turning off the podcast because they're going, you know, these people are long-winded. So, <laughs> Can I just leave you with one more thought? You can leave us with one more thought and even more than that. We'll take the thought first. So it just occurred to me when I was speaking about how I leaned into gratitude rather than grief when I lost two important people in my life. And when I lost my grandma back in 2018, was it 2018? Yeah, 2018. um, There was a poem that we read and I just think it's really apt here. So the poem is called She Is Gone, and it says, You can shed tears that she is gone, or you can smile because she has lived. You can close your eyes and pray that she'll come back, or you can open your eyes and see all that she has left. Your heart can be empty because you can't see her, or you can be full of the love that you've shared. You can turn your back on tomorrow and live for yesterday, or you can be happy for tomorrow because of yesterday. You can remember her and only remember that she's gone, or you can cherish her memory and let it live on. You can cry and close your mind, be empty and turn your back, or you can do what she would really want. You can smile, open your eyes, love and go on. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was a beautiful poem. And as someone who knows and enjoys poetry i can say it was very inspirational it's called she she is gone yeah i'll have to look that up so speaking of look up if anyone is interested in knowing more about you what you do or working with you or reaching out to you in any way how would we do that um so you can find me on instagram 
I'm on Instagram and I am Alison D. You can find me on Facebook on Alison D. And I have a Facebook group called Reset Your Mindset. So feel free to come and check it out. Everyone is welcome. I welcome everyone with open arms. And I look forward to just helping as many people as I possibly can to reset their mindset for a more positive life. I love that. And that's Allison with one L and that's D as D E E, not just the letter D. Yes. D double E. D double E. And <laughs> the last question that I will ask you before we close out the show is what does being purposely positive mean to you? Oh, interesting one. Being purposely positive means to me looking for the positives, the lessons, and how you can learn and grow in every single situation. It means going out there to live your best life and influence people in the best way you possibly can and to spread love, joy, and positivity everywhere. Spreading love, joy, and positivity everywhere. That is perfect. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's why it's the Purposely Positive Podcast. And in fact... There might be people out there listening right now who are going, you know, her voice sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't place it. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, or if this is your first time at the very beginning of the show, there's a tagline. It says, and now for something purposely positive. Well, you just met the person who says that tagline at the beginning of the show. Can you do it for us again, Allison? And now for something purposely positive. This is like, it's like a celebrity moment here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. That's made me feel very special. Thank you, Tony. You got it. Well, we will definitely have you back on the show very soon, because as I said before, we could probably go around hours on this topic and probably quite a few others. Maybe something about how to make the world a better place. I think that would be another topic for a later day. Oh, I would love that. That sounds amazing. Well, we'll have you back then. Thank you again, Allison, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. You know, if you're out there and if you would like to make a change in your life, if you would like to go from striving to thriving, download my free ebook, Strive to Thrive, and start the new year in a thriving mindset. 